Hey everybody, this episode of The Horror Show is brought to you by Eric Nekic and maybe Justin Blanton. I can't remember if we already shouted him out or not. Alright guys, uh, before we start this episode, you know the drill. We got some stuff to talk about. Um, SalemHorror.com, live show, October Saturday, October 14th. We will be um, doing a live podcast uh, before... Um, a screening of Halloween 3 and Videodrome. Can't wait. Going to be super cool. Again, hit me up, com. If you are going, um, I just want to see how many people are going and kind of feel that out. Or if you're thinking about going, maybe I can entice you <laughs> with what? I do not know. Um, but hit me up on that. Um, I'm going to have the shirts out on Wednesday this week. The remaining shirts will be available online this week. Wednesday. So check that out. Um, and again, all the proceeds for the shirts, we're giving it all to Joe, um, for his baby, which is due in October. So congratulations, Joe, <laughs> cause you don't listen to the show. Um, oh, and if you guys can help out, um, there's a, there's something you can really do to really help us. And it's already, we already got contacted by the company, so we're in good shape, but I just want the more, the merrier. I guess. <laughs> um, and that's, um, if you can take like literally two seconds out of your day, uh, survey.ihatehorror.com. Um, if you go there, there's a five question, five to seven question survey, um, just basic stuff, sex, age type thing. Um, so yeah, if you do that or gender, is it gender or sex? I don't know. Um, I'm an ingrate. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, but you just, you do that and, um, it's going to help us get advertisers, uh, which we should be seeing very soon. So I'm very excited about that. And I appreciate everyone that did that survey. I really do. Thank you all so much. Um, so I, that was, that was really phenomenal. So thank you guys. Um, that's it guys. Um, so this episode, uh, is the abominable Dr. Fibes. It, it's going to be weird because we actually recorded this before last week's episode, technically, um, we recorded it before Mike and Paul got there. Uh, and honestly, we both watched Dr. Fibes. This was a request from uh, Tawana. So Tawana is a really great fan. We really appreciate it. She'd suggested Fibes um, along with like the thing and something else. So of course we chose like the weird one. So we watched Fibes. We were both like Joe was like, Joe texted me um, and I had went to bed early that night and he was like, dude, we can't do this episode. And we've said that a lot. <laughs> A lot, um, but we usually do it anyway. It's fine. Um, but Fibes, I watched it the next day, and I was like, "Dude, we are fucked. Like, there's no way we can do this. Like, this is there's nothing to talk about. Like, I have nothing to say about this." Um, so we decided we were going to watch uh, Theater of Blood, which was another one of Tuana's picks. And Joe was like, "We can't do this one either. I have nothing to say about this one either." Um, which is crazy because I watched part of it and I was like, oh my God, that, there's a lot to talk about. But it's it's weird because like we watch it alone and we're like, oh my God, like, you know, <laughs> like, and it wasn't because it was bad. It was, it was actually the opposite. It was actually just like a decent movie. Like that was just kind of like just not a lot of stuff to talk about. Um, and then we get together and we talk about it and we're like, oh, I love this movie. But, um. Yeah, so you're gonna hear a lot of you're gonna hear a lot of talk of like whether the episode's gonna be released, and that's because we were like, I, honestly, we went in recording it thinking maybe we'll get a half hour bonus episode out of it. So, um, and you'll hear me being like, okay, we gotta fill up time, <laughs> so like let's talk about whatever. So we do get we do stray the course because I was trying to fill up time, um, which we didn't actually really need because I ended up yeah whatever. Um, so yeah, so that's this episode, Dr. Fibes. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, it actually came out really well, I thought. So um, yeah, so yeah, enjoy it. And it's just me and Joe, me and Joe again. Um, I forget, I think we pick our, I think we already picked our movies for next couple weeks. I think we pick them in this episode. I don't know. So anyway, stay tuned for that. And um, yeah, guys, thank you all so much for the support. We are killing it. And it's all thanks to you guys, the fans. <sighs> Your kind words last week were nuts. I, you're all awesome, honestly. Thank you guys so much. Oh, uh, and also, um, so one thing we forgot to mention last week is um, Katie Mitchell 
picked out Rock and Roll Nightmare, our Patreon supporter, Katie Mitchell. And we totally forgot about it because we were so excited to talk about it. So Katie Mitchell with like the all-star pick. I think when we're done with every Patreon pick, we should um we should do like a cho- we should pick like the best ones. But I think we already know Rock and Roll Nightmare wins. So all right guys, so that's it. Enjoy the abominable Dr. Fibes. everybody and welcome to the horror show a show it dissects mutilates dismembers and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events i'm sean i'm joe uh we're not sure if this is gonna make it to the air <laughs> this is this, a tough one <laughs> this is very interesting so we did um oh, hold on before you even announce it let's just uh kill some time <laughs> yeah we'll have time to fucking kill <laughs> it's your birthday coming up man oh so, uh, shit vice versa you got me a little gift Oh, sh- get the fuck out of <laughs> oh, here. Oh, that's a price tag. Huh? That's all right. That's, dude, that's amazing. Joe got me the Misfits record. Is, um, dude, Devil Lock. Get the fuck out of here. This is so dope. Thank you very much. I went into the record store looking for a Misfits record, and I spent like an hour there, and I couldn't find a single one. So I found the heavy metal original soundtrack. And oh, I was like, "Is that oh, why you asked I'm, me yeah. about I, that? Like, oh, I guess I'll just get this." And then when I walked up to the register, that was literally just sitting in front of the. Oh, cabinet. are you serious? I'm like, oh, I got it. That's so weird. Oh my god, this is amazing. Oh my god, I'm so happy. Thank you so much, um, dude. The heavy metal soundtrack. I haven't smoked weed in like years. But if I got the heavy metal soundtrack, my my wife and son are away this weekend. I would. I don't even know where I'd get marijuana from, but I would find it. I know. And I well, I, yeah, I guess I do know. <laughs> fucking down the street, but <laughs> uh, I, I would fucking I would have had to have gotten high and just like been a dad, a high dad. Just listen to the heavy metal soundtrack. <laughs> well, now I kind of want to go get it. I know. So do I. A heavy metal. Oh, fucking. This is even better, though. It's got Where Eagles Dare on it, which is fucking amazing. Yeah. Die, 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 my darling. Remember when um, Metallica covered Die, 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 my I darling? Did. That album was stupid. <laughs> Garage Days? I'm that, never. Garage Inc. Garage Inc. That's it. Yeah. I'm never. Whenever a, like, a band does a cover album, you always get so pumped. And then you like the track list is like, because they're musicians, so they have all these like weird favorites that are probably like technically like they're probably like this is the best song off this album. Well, that was why I kind of liked Garage Inc because they were doing like covers by Budgie, and I'm like, who the fuck is Budgie? You know? <laughs> I mean, the Misfits one, you got to give them props, I guess, for doing Misfits. Well, uh, Cliff Burton was a huge Misfits fan, oh, really? so he turned them all on. Like, oh, it's fucking crazy. Um, well, thank you very much. That's awesome. I cannot wait to listen to that. Um, there's a can. So, uh, we're doing, uh, I think we said we were going to do Rock and Roll Nightmare first, but we're actually going to be doing Vincent Price Day. <laughs> if this is even going to be released, if not, it might just be a Patreon bonus episode, but so far hey. it's feeling good. But that's <laughs> we haven't, we haven't talked about it yet. Uh, we, so, um, our friend um, Twana who's not a friend anymore. I'm sorry, Tuana. Uh, we love you very much, but um, this has got to stop. Uh, she chose the abominable... Well, let's face it. Again, this was Sean and Joe being stupid because she chose the thing. Dude, why do we not do that? I don't know because I think we I... just do I think the I thing for was, her. 
We probably should, but it's so obvious. And then I was like, dude, okay, let me just tell you my mindset. So last week we chose Abominable Dr. Five. Yeah, I was excited. Yeah, so was I. I don't know why. I saw this when I was younger with my dad. <laughs> Actually, this isn't it. What I'm, I, I just, whatever. Um, me and Joe watched it and we were both like, oh my God, this is not going to work. So Abominable <laughs> Dr. Fibes, I didn't even hate. I really didn't. Like, no, neither did I. I think it was fine. And like the premise was kind of cool. And it was like really well shot. Like yeah. it was nice to look yeah. at. There's is such a bad format for our show it's the because worst. it's just dialogue. I've never seen a movie that is worse for the show than the Obama. <laughs> like honestly, like I've never. Well, I, te- like, I texted you at like 11 at night. Yeah. Like, Sean, I was I already think, asleep. Yeah. I was like, I don't think we can do this. It's fucking crazy. The. It, it, and another thing is, like, I think sometimes people get upset, like, when we poo-poo on movies. But sometimes I'm shitting on them because we can't talk about them. Like, and I forget that. Like, sometimes I'm like, this movie sucks. But it only sucks in the sense that, like, I can't talk about it. And that's the abominable Dr. Fibes. Like, I'll probably say throughout this episode, this fucking blows. But I don't mean it like that because I actually, it's a fine. No, it's a fine movie. It's a fine, it's a fine movie. movie. It's just like I've never had so little to talk about. Exactly, in it's terms so of, bizarre. In terms of like quality, this is upper echelon of the movies we watch. Yes, yes, a hundred percent. No, no. Here's the other funny thing. So we bail on Fibes, although we watched it, but we were like, oh, we can't talk about that. So we still have the thing and Theater of Blood to choose from, and we're like, <laughs> Theater of Blood <laughs> sounds great. I actually didn't end up watching it. Joe it watched it. It has so much less to talk about. <laughs> so instead of choosing the thing, even at that point, we chose Theater of Blood. And then even when... Like, I, can I just sum up Theater of Blood real quick? <laughs> Some Shakespeare... I guess there's like oh, an award for Shakespearean actors, and this guy's pissed that he never got one. So he just still acts and talks about Shakespeare. And then one by one, I think he kills people that didn't vote for him. <laughs> That's the entire movie. Uh, the the plots are very similar from what I read. They are it's yeah, like they are. It's like Vincent Price. Something happened. Some to old Vincent. asshole, and he just he slowly gets revenge on, on like on everyone, on a, like on a half dozen people. On everyone that's ever crossed him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like Vincent Price like went through this period where he just became like Bond villain. He's just old. Well, yeah. <laughs> Vincent uh, Vincent Price's voice very soothing. I can listen to him talk all day. All right, and now, here's another thing to talk about to Phillips. Is is he British? <laughs> is he what is he <laughs> besides an alien? Dude, all right. So I was unsure if the, all these characters were British in in uh Dr. Fives, which is the first one yeah. I watched. And then I talked to you about it. And then as I was watching Theater of Blood, I was still unsure. Like I was in the moment. And I was like, "Wait, am I having a like <laughs> What's wrong with me? Like, I don't know if any of these guys are British or not. It's very I, weird. I still don't. And like, well, like. I think the, they're just super proper. So the first one is, Fibes is British. Are you positive? 100%. It's a British made movie and stuff. Like, that's 100% British. But Vincent Price's accent, like. He's not British. He was born in Missouri. Okay, that's what I thought. He's an American. But like, what is that fucking accent? Because I don't know. I don't think that's like, I don't think that's like, uh, what's his name? The fucking idiot that. <laughs> People are going to be so mad I called this guy an idiot. Um, <laughs> the guy, oh, Zachary. Oh, who's going to be mad at <laughs> Zachary? <laughs> like, Zachary's like, ooh. Like, that's obviously, like, the Zachary character or whatever. I don't think Vincent Price's voice is, like, him being, like, Vincent Price the spooky guy. I think that's just his voice. No, yeah, that is. Like, what the fuck is that voice? Like, th- that dude is an alien. He has the weirdest shaped head, the weirdest shaped body. It's so fucking weird. Um, it's very confusing. Um, but yeah, he's in that British movie, and you're like, wait a minute. What is Vincent Price? Yeah. Like, it's so weird. He's just, like, Shakespearean. Yeah. He's, he's the most Shakespearean guy of all time. Oh, totally. So, um... Solid mustache, though. Great stash for, like, the, like, weird little stash style. But um, this starred uh, Vincent Price and Joseph Cotton. Joseph Cotton, pretty, pretty well, uh, pretty famous actor. Unlike uh, our movie next week, Rock and Roll Nightmare, which might be the movie with the least, um, the most actors with the least roles after Rock and Roll Nightmare. <laughs> I've never seen an IMDb filled with so many just that movie. <laughs> 
Like it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, I know we'll talk about it on that episode, but like it was, I went through everyone, like literally everyone on the front page of IMDb and only what's his name had more movies. John Micklethorpe. It's not a lot. No, even he, <laughs> even he was, I, rightfully so. I'm so excited to talk about that. Uh, I think Did we you, might have some guests for that too. Yeah, I think so. Did you know that Vincent Price's grandfather invented the first cream of tartar based baking powder? Didn't. <laughs> That's the episode, folks. <laughs> Vincent Price. You like Vincent Price movies? I do. We should probably go through. All right. Well, let's talk about the fucking movie first. See how much time it takes up. Spoilers. It's not a lot. Okay. We should do an over So we're not doing Theater of Blood. I mean, you could talk about it. I, I think I already I think did, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, they are like the same plot, though. It's so weird. That's why I, I don't know why I chose it. Why, whatever. Um. <laughs> All right, so Abominable Dr. Fibes, uh, made in 1971. Do you have the year That's on correct. That? 71. Yes. Um, it is uh, in color, which is great. Very vivid color. Very I vivid really color. like the coloring. Yeah, sometimes the 70s, the one thing in the 70s is cool is like they like just discovered color and they were like, let's make everything fucking neon. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Because yeah. other 70s well, movies yeah, that's are fucking mean. dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the, the ones that like were like, you know what? We can make color. Like, let's yeah. make color. Let's, let's not make this look like a fucking Civil War photograph. Like, let's put some fucking ink on this. Um, Really bright colors, really cool. Um, and again, like this movie, like it's so it's so bizarre. Like I kept texting Joe, like I've never experienced this with this show before. Like we've had movies that we've been like, I can't talk about this movie. And we talk about it fine because we just make fun of it. Like I just don't even – it's crazy. It's hard to pick apart because like we've said already three times, it's good. Like the opening scene is like a ballroom dance. Yeah. <laughs> but nobody says anything for the first eight minutes. It's insane. It's insane. So we open up with a guy who's playing the organ. No talking. He, very uh, Phantom of the Opera. Very Phantom of the Opera. Oh, and by the way, this is listed as a comedy. Was, there's, I, I didn't think of one slapper. fucking joke. <laughs> like, there were certain things where I was like, I think that was supposed to be a joke based on the delivery. Mainly the cops being like, but it was so hard to tell. I don't know. Um, I didn't laugh much. No, and it, they said dark comedy, so I guess it's not even like so. There wouldn't be punchlines. I don't know. So we opened. Oh, that's up. true. It kind of snickered when that guy fell down the stairs with the mask on. That was the funniest part. Dude. That was <laughs> he took such a fucking bump on that. Like, the last fall was so absurd. Uh, so this guy uh, is playing an organ. He's covered head to toe in black. Yeah. Which whatever. Um, and then he stands up from the organ. And he's got like a bunch of robots. Sure. Like uh, you can't even call them robots. Anima, like barely animatronic. Small world after all. Like mechanical. Yes. Like mechanical. Very mechanical. There's no intelligence, artificial intelligence in these things. And they're playing music. And he gets up and starts maestroing them as if they're alive. They're not. They're fucking robots. <laughs> um, this was such a weird... I'm laughing because this is where my notes ended. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's so fucking weird. Okay, so then, um, so this lady walks in wearing like, <laughs> wearing wearing like, uh, I would call it like a sun god slash bird outfit, bird queen outfit, <laughs> and she walks in and they just start dancing. Like, no frame of reference for anything still. No. And, and you're, like, minutes are going by. This isn't, like... That wasn't exaggerated. I think it's, like, eight minutes. Yeah. This, there's no, like... There, it's, it's crazy. They start dancing. And then Vincent Price is just, like, doop 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 And, like, grabs, like, a bird cage and, like, lowers it with this rope. Yep. Cut to the bird cage lowering into a vehicle with some woman dressed in, like, furs. Like, it's, like, Siberia. Like, she's a Russian, like, spy. And she takes his birdcage, she drives to some guy's house, lowers the birdcage into his house somehow, <laughs> and then that guy, like, wakes up and for, like, three minutes is like, huh? 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 <laughs> and just, like, looking around, and then the birdcage uh, opens and a bat comes out and and attack and the bat just sits on him screaming to be fair it was the spookiest bat i've seen in a movie. dude it's the biggest <laughs> most disgusting bat i've ever seen um but let's just talk about this opening so, scene because 
There is no <laughs> frame of reference. Like you have no idea what the fuck is happening. Right. But it's like a nice it's like a big way to open kind of. <laughs> well, again, we've already said that it, Price is like Shakespearean. Like yeah. these are plays. Oh yeah. These movies like would be better as plays. Yeah, you're right. And like, uh, not not would be better, but like that's why it's so it hard to be talk done. about. Like yeah. imagine they're like we went to Broadway and just did a, a podcast after watching one of the shows. It'd be impossible. I love Broadway. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> I'm just talking about what our fans were saying. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I know. You like there'd be nothing to like discuss. Like, yeah, they, these characters came out and talked a bunch. Yeah. And... They said a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's like kind of like what this does. Like, like so nothing happened. Like, well, I shouldn't say nothing happens. Nothing's explained in that scene. It's either like all explanation or like none just a lot of nothing and then it's explained later because like this scene like opens up the bat attacks this guy and you're like who's who's dancing with who why is this lady driving a birdcage around and why the fuck did she sick a bat on this guy right but don't worry because we are introduced to two police officers who just know everything and explain just (laughs) five should have been arrested fives will go on to murder eight other people (laughs) and they solve the crime right now (laughs) okay so we can't go see we can't really go see my scene so i'm just gonna so fives is supposed to be dead fives was thought to have been killed in a car accident okay and i know this because maybe maybe i'm imagining it but i honestly i like my way better now i'm thinking about it regardless (laughs) they know i know this because one of the police officers says that and they're like yeah, Fibes died like 80 years ago, but you know what? I think it's still him. And the guy's like, what? And he's like, yeah, he came back to light or he faked his death and he's now he's out for revenge because yeah. his wife died. Yeah, later on. Yeah, it's it's fucking bizarre. And like, it's weird because like they don't, the, filmmaking has changed so much. And especially with, maybe it's not even filmmaking because there's other movies in the 70s that didn't do this. Maybe it was like the British style. I don't know. But it was very like or maybe this was the comedy element of it. I don't I don't know. I honestly have no fucking idea. <laughs> I mean so, it's funny. It's f- So the guy in that scene, the cop, mm-hmm. he's like all these people that are dead or this guy with the bat yeah. and this other person I found, they all used to work for Fives. Yeah. So he's like, so therefore Fives is still alive. <laughs> this guy died in 1921, supposedly. <laughs> this movie's 1971. It's weird. It's fucking like why would you come to that conclusion you, ever? You never would. Even if you saw Fives, you wouldn't be like, hey, that's that guy that died 50 years ago. These cops are the fucking pits. Like they're like the worst cops in the world. Cause even in this opening scene, like one guy gets attacked by a bat and these cops are talking and they're like Man, this murder looks like a bunch of other ones I've seen. <laughs> the best writing ever. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, and the guy's like, yeah, well, I wouldn't worry about it. And they're like, yeah, I guess not. <laughs> and then later it continues like that. Later on, they find a necklace that has a Hebrew symbol on it. Yes. And th- they have no idea what it is. And some guy's like, that's Hebrew. And they're like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> not only, oh my God, but th- but because of that, don't they like, conclude that he's doing the the plagues of Egypt. They bring it to like a synagogue, which is the most <laughs> yeah. bizarre representation of a synagogue I've ever seen. It's like uh, 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 a rabbi in like a fucking base, like a dungeon. Like <laughs> fucking r- r- ridiculous. He's just in a basement and he's like, oh, that's the symbol for blood. And they're like, oh, so you mean he's doing the plagues? <laughs> <laughs> They, they reached their conclusion so abruptly. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. And like, why the, would you just be like, oh, this guy's out for blood. Or, like, this guy wants to kill people. Yeah. And then like, then the rabbi starts explaining the plagues. And then like, even still, they're like, oh, so you mean like this could be the plague? And then they're like, was there any order in which the plagues happened? And the rabbi's like, well, that's a debatable <laughs> subject, but... I do have your answer, and it is, this is the order. <laughs> and I take it back. This movie's awesome. <laughs> and, and he tells them the order of the fucking play, and they're like, oh, okay, cool. And they now they know the order. They know Fibes is killing his coworkers, and still, still, they can't stop him from murdering two people. They, they wait I, until the very I end. know. I know. And they can't apprehend him. Fibes, is, isn't he where he's been all along? Yes, Fibes <laughs> doesn't move very much, and when he does move, he's so obvious. <laughs> Granted, I guess true. 
I, one of my problems was always like, dude, like Fibes is just standing out in public, but I guess that's not his face. So right, true. But, but, still, but these cops have figured everything out. Honestly, though. if you saw a guy that looked like Vincent Price, wouldn't you just call the police? <laughs> I bet Vincent Price had the police called on him regularly just for like grocery shopping. <laughs> He's an alarming looking individual. <laughs> uh, so um, those cops kind of conclude already. That they're like, huh, something's amiss with these murders. Um, Fibes goes to a party. Um, and... Uh, it's actually the first time we see his face as Vincent Price, and he's looking a little older, not his young self, like from the house on Haunted Hill or anything like that, but uh, it's not bad. And, and like, again, like, so, like, okay, now, like, you don't know anything about what the fuck is going on. And Five shows up at this party, and, like, some guy's like, hey, man, can you put on this mask for me? And he's like, sure. And he, like, puts, <laughs> puts on a fucking, this frog mask for him. That's like the frog ass is so silly. <laughs> Dude, I, I get why they say it's a comedy now, but like I don't even know because like it's one of those like they, you have to know <laughs> you have to know. okay okay first of all let's talk about masquerade parties what is the point of those fucking just a fuck yeah oh yeah that's an orgy that's, that's an orgy okay yeah but nobody was fucking no would you fuck someone with that frog mask no <laughs> I might. <laughs> <laughs> Would you help somebody in a frog mask <laughs> screaming for their life? Because <laughs> no one at this party does. <laughs> uh, but what, ki- what kills him though? So Fibes puts he on, just like falls down. Fibes puts the mask on him, right? Yeah, and then hits this like little hidden switch, which he's so crafty. Whatever, and 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 you, there's like a little like um, tightening ratchet on the back. And it, it's like automatically tightening around this guy's head. It's okay. very Saw-esque uh, murder. Um, but instead of Fibes like running away from the crime scene, he literally watches the entire thing happen. <laughs> like somebody would have been like, hey, that fucking guy. Who, and Fibes is the only guy just wearing something around his eyes, like the Lone Ranger. <laughs> but um, he puts so, it on. And this guy for like, it's a five minute scene of this guy being like, and like scratching at the mask and everyone at the party is in this one stairwell watching him struggle for his life and, and he falls so hard <laughs> so comedically <laughs> but i don't know if that's supposed to be funny or not uh, so do you know because it's british do you know the the plagues i wrote down some of them but some of them i didn't even know boils bats yep f- which i didn't know bats okay so frogs is one of them yes first of all that just seems like a mild annoyance you know, just like having frogs everywhere. Yeah. They're not really doing anything. Well, I think that's why you used a frog mask. Yeah, but so that's my next point. That's a cop out. It is a cop It's out. a fucking cop out. You should like shut like, frogs. Yeah, shut butts. frogs at me. Wishmaster style. <laughs> uh, I don't really know what to do with this one. So we're just going to shove frogs up your ass until you die. <laughs> have you seen frogs, the movie? Yeah. Why, why have we not done that? We didn't do that for creature features? Nah. Did we? Probably because it sucks. No, it's probably equally as much to talk about in this movie. <laughs> oh, in this scene, uh, frogs hop around. Although we did Night of the Lepus, so I mean, I don't know. Frogs, those frogs move way slower than those rabbits. I guess that's true. They're real frogs. They're not even like big. And they're just there. Wait, frogs isn't the one. Sam Neill? Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. Sam Elliott. I, w- well, I mean, I've seen frogs, but I, I was thinking of... Um... That one that people claim is a horror movie, but it's actually like a documentary on the the cane toads. <laughs> I watched that. And I was it's like, always what on my list of like this? most terrifying creature features. Dude, I know, and it's it's a fucking documentary. And it's like, <laughs> what am I watching? What? It's so. Boring. It's not even an interesting one. Yeah. It's so boring. It's so boring. Oh, well, we both watched. Oh, no, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Both the only two idiots that watched the Cane Toads documentary <laughs> that got bamboozled into it. <laughs> I mean, that sums up our show, though, right? Because we're both the ones that look at a list of most terrifying movies and we're like, Cane, got a- Cane Toads. That one, popped in. <laughs> that one, that one called my name so quickly. <laughs> Dude, it was like the first one I popped on on one of those lists, and I was like, this sucks. And even halfway through, I was like, maybe this is a mockumentary. <laughs> Dude, Dude I did the same happen. thing. I did the same thing. I did the same thing. I was like. Wait, I was like, this is real though. Like, this was a real thing. And then, like, I started like whatever. Anyway, we're talking about cane toads. Um. Uh. Okay. So he kills the guy with the frog mask. Frog mask falls over. No one does anything to save this poor individual. He just dies a slow death. 
really slow. That's got to fucking suck. That would that would be terrible. That would be like the slowest death of all time. Um, ah, boy. Um, what am I going to say here? Uh, well, because after this scene, we just have police doing police work. Oh, yeah. Like the rest of the movie. Dude, it's it's like worse than Town That Dreaded Sundown. Way worse. <laughs> Way worse. Just like it's very bad. But, but then we see some guy. And again, like never once are they like. Like in today's modern film thing, and and like here's the thing, I don't even find this, I don't even have a problem with this because it kind of like just kept my interest in the movie because I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Plot was fine. Every guy, but I'm, my point is, they would show people and you'd be like, I've never seen this guy before. Who is this guy? And you have no idea, and like it kept your interest, but then you'd find out it's some guy. Price is gonna kill in like three minutes, and like that's how it just kept going. And like, like we see this guy like cranking this like 1920s porno flick like <laughs> with a hand crank like and it's just a girl uh dancing with a snake and he's like <laughs> and he's like literally making that noise while he's cranking it <laughs> like imagine jerking it in your room and like you're just making that noise like you're just so giddy <laughs> about <laughs> pornography you're just like because <laughs> that's what this guy's doing and then it's surprised somebody's like sir <laughs> Are you okay? And he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, fine. Everything's fine. Um, this guy's turning this crank, cranking the crank, and he's, he's, you're just like, who is this fucking guy? Um, and Fibes just shows up. Like, the guy's just doing this, and Fibes just, like, walks in, doesn't say anything. And then, like, they kind of overpower him literally just by being like, as if, like, I took your shoulder and was like, take a seat. Right. Like, that's what they do. And he's like, oh. And then they somehow draw his blood till he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess not somehow, but it's just a weird thing because you could I unplug mean, yourself. Exactly. That would, that would take forever. Uh, how long would that take? It was so long. The tube was so skinny. To draw a pint, I feel like, takes forever. But this guy is the ultimate Bond villain. Dr. Fibes, I want to see like Dr. Fibes versus. It, yes. Because he has all Daniel gadgets. Craig. Yes. Dude, the final kill, like, I'm just going to say it, but whatever, is like, he's like, you have six minutes to save your boy. <laughs> <laughs> what if you're stroking a cat? Dude, he might as well. <laughs> even Vincent Price's voice is perfect. The perfect Bond villain. I, he, I agree. It's it crazy. Happened. He's like, your son has a key hidden in his heart. <laughs> like, there's like multiple things. Oh, my God. We'll have to get to it. Okay. Uh, not that it even makes any sense, because like, literally, you're like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Have we found out yet why he's doing this? You have no idea okay. still. All right. That, like, that's the funnier part. Like, you're still like... Because after the movie ended, I was like, it makes sense. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it totally makes, makes sense complete sense. But, like, the entire time I was like, but why didn't it make sense while I was watching it? Because they don't tell you. And if I didn't read the synopsis first, I would have been, like, really, like... like even now, I'm oh, like, I was still like... I didn't read the synopsis for either of these. So imagine my surprise when... <laughs> it's the same fucking... <laughs> yeah. And remember I texted you and I was like, I'm pretty sure Theater of Blood is just Vincent Price doing like a Shakespeare soliloquy. And then I read the synopsis and he's just a Shakespearean actor doing Shakespeare. Fucking Titus Andronicus and shit. <laughs> oh my God. Um, so they kill this guy. Um, this is when they, the, the police find the necklace at the scene of the crime. They find out it's in Hebrew from some guy who's like a real fucking jerk. The guy's like a real... He he. That was a comedy element I got. This guy that they like ask about the necklace. He's like, "Who's that?" Like whatever. <laughs> um, they go to the the rabbi. He explains something about are, are the plagues in the Torah, or is that a Bible story? I mean, I guess it's I in think the Torah, they, right? They, they or maybe go, it's in they, both. They go together. Is it fucking both? Yeah. Fuck, that's crazy. It's not that crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. That's I don't know. Sometimes religion's kind of cool. Um. The stories are cool, right? Like that—that's crazy. Like it's a crossover, man. The ultimate crossover. I mean, don't they? They, it's in the Quran too. What is the plagues? Really? Yeah. So everyone was just biting everyone's style. Everyone was like, "Oh, I fucking like that fucking plague shit." Sure. <laughs> yeah, they're all pretty. And much it was the probably same. stolen from someone else. The Vikings. Probably, st <laughs> probably, who probably stole it from some like 
drunk who's just like plagues. <laughs> like I'm a, in my day, we I'm a sick boils on you. Like, <laughs> and then like everyone just bid each other's style. They were just like that plague shit. That's how you keep. That's how you keep a reader's fucking attention. All right, you hit them with that at the halfway point. You're not fucking closing this book. It's sixteen thousand pages. Holy shit! How did they write the Bible back then? <laughs> it's handwritten. Everything. All those pages. No, I mean, no, I guess no, those are all different books, they're right? They're all different. They're and all they're, like, like, we combined. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, my uh, priest would fucking slap me across the face <laughs> if he heard this conversation. I'm I'm reading the natural explanations of the actual plays. It's actually pretty. Oh, I've, I've, I've heard that. I've read those. It's pretty cool. Like what they think actually happened, which is always so weird that we are like, like I've read shit about like Noah. Like there's like, oh yeah, there was really like a lot of rain. <laughs> I swear to God, I, I can't tell you exactly. Like there was so much rain, there was flooding, but it wasn't like, you know, like it wasn't the earth flooded or a ship with every animal ever. <laughs> I don't know about that, Joe. <laughs> I I don't know. Um. Anyway, religion always good to talk about on a podcast. Never chafes anyone. So, um, so this guy tells us that it's Hebrew for blood. And uh, based on that, they're like, oh, the plagues. Um, and all the 10 plagues were actually curses, according to this rabbi or somebody living in a basement that with a lot of knowledge of Hebrew and the Torah. Um, and he says, boils, bats, frogs, blood, rats, locusts, death of the firstborn, darkness. I'm missing two. I don't know what else there is. Um, I don't know. Well, how about you name them again? <laughs> Biting insects? I don't have that. Livestock disease? I don't have that. Okay. <laughs> so, fiery hail? Fiery hail, they do in this. Yeah. Boils goes with uh, livestock disease. Oh, okay, okay. Fiery hail, huh? Yeah. Volcanic eruption. Oh, that's the other Is what they're saying. No, that's oh, the same. that's yeah. fiery hail. They're saying that's why it was. So then why did Vincent Price freeze that guy? All right, let's get to it. <laughs> Because he's really a Batman villain. He does the opposite. Mr. Freeze? Oh, I see what you're saying. Sure. <laughs> he would have made a great Mr. Freeze. Yes. He would have made a great one. Better, Although, way better than Otto Preminger. <laughs> Otto Preminger is really fucking good. <laughs> what? Dude, Otto Preminger, when he's hanging oh, yeah, out right. in the vet. <laughs> <laughs> At the Gotham police station, he's just hiding in the vent. <laughs> and he freezes everybody. He's so stupid. I can't even believe it. And they know he's up there. <laughs> and they're just like, hey, get out of there. <laughs> this is a big bald head. Dude, he's so stupid crawling around the air vents. And he's like, oh, I'm going to freeze you. <laughs> Dude, the old Batman is so funny. I, we should do that as a show. I think that would be a great show for us. Yeah, because we're both huge fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, dude. And we both agree that The Dark Knight Rises would have been better if somebody had a huge magnifying glass. Oh, that was <laughs> the sun was going through. when the sun rose, was just going to melt Gotham. What? Yeah, <laughs> and I told you, I watched an episode where they were going to fucking I, I forget who was doing it. it Might have been Penguin. Like, li like we had talked about it that day, and then I went home and I was like watching old Batman's with my son, and like Penguin was like. We're going to make scrambled eggs and, like, fried Batman. And he had a giant magnifying glass <laughs> on Batman and Robin. And they just had to wait there until That's the sun rose. how it fucking should be. A giant magnifying glass. <laughs> <laughs> just set him on fire. Just pour gas all over him and light him on fire. It's so awesome. Yeah, but that's, like, there's a genius in the giant magnifying glass because they would have to, like, figure out. They would have to weigh, like, the options, like, what's going to happen, and then they would have to figure out the best way to dismantle it. All right, sure. I guess. <laughs> Dr. Fibes. <laughs> uh, so, so we find out that there's these curses, which were considered plagues, um, and, that's, and then they immediately are like, this is it. And then shortly thereafter, they're like, and it's Fibes. <laughs> uh, but um, more real-time police work. Excuse me. And literally every time you see the cops, even though they're like doing police work, they come to a conclusion every scene, an accurate conclusion. Like oh, every scene, like they figure it out. Their sole purpose is to tell us <laughs> what's happening. <laughs> I mean, you're the right. Viewers. You're right. Yeah. Because we have no idea what's happening. So we finally have an yeah. idea that Fibes is seeking revenge for what happened to his wife. Did they both, were they both in the car accident? Okay. So he was in the car accident, but 
she died, and he believes it's because the doctors like failed to save. Failed like, to save. They her. fucked up. Yeah. But they worked for him. They worked for him. Sure. Yeah, this vibes is a real piece of shit. <laughs> you know, he's a real piece of work. This guy. Didn't he remake his face too? Yeah. Oh, also, vibes doesn't talk. Oh but yeah, you that's hear his what voice. We say. Dude, he's a fucking ventriloquist. I. <laughs> It's so weird. And was that ever explained? Because I didn't really pick up on that explanation. Yeah, somebody said it because he, he like, uses acoustics. Okay, well, that makes no sense. He's got, like, bolts in his neck, but in, like, most of the scenes you can hear him talking. But his but mouth it, it looks like it's, like, an inner monologue. Yeah. Because he's, like, just by himself, like, stroking a picture right. of his wife. <laughs> his beard. And his beard. And he's just like... Oh, my honey, I'm going to seek revenge for you. I, I guess that's, there are points, I guess, before the police tell you that you kind of get it. Because he's like, I will stop. Yes. But, like, it's very vague. <laughs> um, well, you and, just think he's nuts. Yeah, you think he's a cuckoo, banana. And then, then you find out he actually can't talk. Because in later scenes, like, people are like, all right, fives. And he's just standing there. <laughs> um, also, did the police give him, like, so many opportunities? Like, the police have, like, a conversation with him, like, later. And then, like, oh, whatever. Um, Fibes stops this guy in a car, pulls out some contraption. <laughs> oh, they, dude, they, they, like, murder a guy in the middle of the road just by grabbing his shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy goes down. Uh, and then they go into the car of this, and there's a guy in this vehicle. And um, he brings in this, like, giant fucking thing. You have no idea what it is. It cuts away, and it turns out it's, like, a freezing gun that like dropped the temperature of this car to negative 100 degrees they say um i, I did i might give this five stars but that's they say it's fiery hail like the cops the two cops show up and they're like fiery hail that what they said yeah because i i didn't know what they fucking said until you just said that and i was like that's exactly what they said Are you sure yeah i swear to fucking god i didn't pick up on that was that after the ice part? No, that what it was in the scene of the. They look in the fucking car and it's frozen, and they go fiery hell. And I was like, "What?" And it wasn't until you just said that that I was like, "Oh, that makes sense now." I have hail written here, but I have a question mark next to it because I was like, "That doesn't make sense." <laughs> but why would they say that at that part? I don't know. Maybe they heated them up and then <laughs> that's part. Of, that's part of the comedy. Just oh, <laughs> falsely God. describing. It's so bad. It's so well. It's not bad. It's just so weird. I, I don't understand. Um, oh, also the funniest part of that is when they when the two cops show up. There's already like first responders there that have showed up to this like murder, and the cops get out and they're like they see the guy in the middle of the road that was like Vulcan nerve pinched, and they walk up to him and they're like they're like hey what happened here and the cop literally just shrugs his shoulders like I don't know. <laughs> they're like okay. <laughs> they walk over to the car. <laughs> It's so bizarre. Maybe, like, is that all part of the comedy? It's got to be, right? Like, if they're marketing it. Where did you see this was listed as a comedy? Wikipedia, which my teachers have told me not to use as a source, but I can't help it. It's so good. (laughs) Such a great source. I mean, all right, continue. All right. So, um, fiery hail. (laughs) Um. I, there's a bunch more police work. Then the cops start chasing around a plane in their vehicle. Like, honestly, I, I closed my eyes <laughs> for like two minutes and I woke up and they're just chasing a plane in a car and like screaming. Well, like, what? They're like, ah, stop! <laughs> I was like, so do they kind of know who's next at this point, but they just can't stop them in time? By the way, this plane kill was so unbelievable. I laughed so hard for so long because so they're trying to stop this plane kill, right? Because you obviously this guy's going to die and the police are like, stop, stop. And they're chasing him in their car. And you're like, oh, so what is this? Is this like, I don't know, fire from the heavens? Like the plane's going to crash? Because like, what else would you do like in a plane? Right. Why would you stage it in a plane? Right. If he wasn't going to like crash the plane or do something in the air. <laughs> the guy's just like driving and like waving to them like this car chasing them like oh hey guys <laughs> and then all of a sudden rats just start crawling all over him <laughs> it's the most bizarre thing I've ever seen in my life rats just start crawling all over him and um, that's it yeah I think I approached this movie all, like I think if I went into it being like this is just zany 
Yeah. I would have liked it way more my first viewing. <laughs> I don't know if I'm supposed to be laughing or not. I think you are because I just typed in, is this comedy? And people are like, it's often double billed with Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, really? I don't know, man. I don't fucking know. I don't know, man. It's fucking weird. Like, and I know, like, sometimes we definitely don't give movies credit that, like, are billed as comedies. But I swear, people watch them afterwards and are like, oh, fuck. Like, we just showed it to our friends and family and they're all dying laughing. Like, we can't say this is a straight horror movie. Right. You know what I mean? Like. It's tagline is love means never saying, never having to say you're ugly. (laughs) Um. It's a little weird. Um, another guy gets pierced by a unicorn horn. I don't know if that's a plague. <laughs> don't think it is. Uh, uh, that horn goes through him very slowly. Oh, slowest. <laughs> and then Joe Bob sent me a tweet, so I kind of got like, I, I kind of got distracted. But then I cut to uh, Dr. Fibes making Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Did you catch that scene? Yes. That was fucking weird. <laughs> like, literally, that's what he's doing, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know what this movie. What is the deal with this fucking movie? Um, well, but then at this point, all we're the, at the all last. The, yeah, all the, all the plagues are so now. He, all the plagues have been carried out except for death of the firstborn. So he goes to the doctor who he thinks, or I assume he thinks, fucked up his wife's. Right, and it's a doctor they've kind of showed in a previous scene where he's like playing chess with his son. Yeah, and that's it. <laughs> that sets the stage for this revenge plot. Um, so the police know, though. Wait, did you know this takes place in 1925? Yeah, it figured. I thought I thought yeah. it was still 1971. Like crank. Yeah, they like carriage cars. They were just British. Um, oh yeah, I know. That's very hard to distinguish. The British people are very far behind. <laughs> Pretty sure they still have cobblestone roads. Um, I'm just kidding. British fans. They, Do they? They might. They're beautiful homes. So. Um. <laughs> oh, so, okay, so the police are like, okay, we're at the last one. We've got the last doctor. They go to the hospital. They lock it down. They're like, no one can fucking leave the hospital. Everyone's staying here because this is the last doctor. This is the last plague. We're done. <laughs> we're done, right? But they're not done because some nurse is like, I'm going to go to bed. And then we cut to Dr. Fibes in the attic with a giant... <laughs> <laughs> my favorite thing of all time giant F- dr fives holds up this giant tarp and it's like a drawing of a woman on the tarp yes and he lays it down and it's got like a mark to where to drill so they drill he drills through yeah. it and it's right above the the nurse yes and then he starts pouring like molasses all over her fucking face. <laughs> so slow also. It's like drizzling molasses all over her. Like a gentle drizzle of molasses all over. And then he releases locusts. How do they not know that this plague has not been used? I don't know. Because then they're like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, she's dead. Um, and then Five somehow calls them. And is like, the organ plays till midnight. <laughs> Nine die. He kept saying that. Nine die. Nine die. Um, Fibes has stolen the doctor's child, though. Yes. Lem. Kidnapped <laughs> Kidnapped him. Um, and just like his wife, he's sending his doctor in to perform a surgery to save this child's life. How is he going to do that? Because there's a key implanted in the child's heart that Dr. Fibes has done. The key opens the lock to the operating table. And dude, the way Dr. Fives explains it is so great, too. Because he's like, why would you need a key to the table? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. The f- <laughs> you take the this key. so much funny. You'll unlock, you'll unlock the table. And that table you will push away because above your child's head. And then this thing starts getting lowered. And it's like a crazy straw. It's like twisty, turly tube that ends at a point. And he's like, above your child's head is a, a vat of acid. And it will take six minutes for that, exactly six minutes for that to drip on your child's face. <laughs> Disfiguring him like me. And then he like, we finally see Dr. Fibes' ugly face. It's, it's a big <laughs> skull face. The, was that Skeletor better so, than... Now he's a Captain America. Oh, he's Red Skull. I like it. Wait, wait, Skeletor? 
Yeah, from um, Frank Langella's Skeletor. Yeah, from He Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Master yeah, of the Universe. Yeah, Master yeah. Of the Universe. that's Frank Langella. Yeah, 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 way better. Yeah, way better. <laughs> the, the makeup's actually really good for it. In this? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Um, effects there. Um, so there's acid above his head. He has exactly six minutes to get the key out of his child's <laughs> Dude, performing open heart surgery in six minutes. <laughs> My mother's father died of a heart attack because they like couldn't perform like open heart surgeries that well back then. Like it was like in the 70s. Jeez. So like, I don't think you could like just run in there and grab a key, <laughs> zip them back up, and be... and this was 1925. Yeah. Oh right, did they even Holy do shit. Did they even do open heart No, they could not. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, uh, doctor. The doctor escapes with the boy somehow. I don't even know how they fucking do it. They throw like the nurse in the way. The nurse, her, she gets all fucked up. She gets her face melted. They, like, push her in front of it somehow. They get the kid out. Um, Fibes runs to a secret room where there's a bed with his dead wife in it. Yeah, and a stone sarcophagus. Yeah, and then he proceeds to embalm himself <laughs> alive. Trains, Could so you imagine a worse fucking death than embalming yourself? There's no worse death than no. embalming yourself. <laughs> alive. <laughs> Just laying there like... Dum, 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 dum. <laughs> Put it, literally injecting yourself with poison. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, the casket closes automatically. It's like a magic casket, <laughs> Mag- m- m- uh, mechanical casket. Yeah. Closes. It shuts. The cops show up, but no fives. Yeah, but they know he's in there, right? Because there's still one curse left. Yeah. Dude, Darkness. Yeah, and and the cops <laughs> the cops go. Well, he'll be working on that curse, I'm sure. And then <laughs> walk away. Well, we can only do one thing. Wait till he comes back. <laughs> which he does. Which he does. In, in a, a sequel, sequel. Which is Vincent Price starring also. And now I want to watch it. Uh, I kind of also About an hour ago, I would have never ever fucking considered it. Oh, and then it plays Somewhere Over the Rainbow. <laughs> uh, Abominable Dr. Fives. It's I a take back everything one. I said in the beginning. <laughs> It's weird. I just can't tell what the comedy elements are. Like, I, I can't tell what was on purpose and what wasn't because it's so British. You know what I mean? Like, there's so. <laughs> look, look at his face. Oh, <laughs> we're watching Theater of Blood right now. And f- I wish I watched it. Vincent Price is really haggard looking at this. <laughs> Which is funny because Fives is meant to look like shit. They have been fencing <laughs> since nine o'clock. Dude, I know. I, I saw when they walked in. <laughs> Another fucking gem. Um, so I don't think we're ever going to really. Well, I guess we might talk about some Fibes movies or uh, Fibes. Vincent Price. Some Vincent Price flicks um, maybe at another time. Ever Although scissor hands. I really doubt it because they're really like boring to me. Um, I shouldn't say that. Although I, I do agree with that. Um, but let's um, talk yeah, about this movie. I was bored oh while watching. God. Why didn't we talk about. I'm sorry. We were just talking about Batman. Why didn't we talk about Vincent Price being Egghead? Oh, I totally forgot about yes. that. Yes. That's so stupid. It people, all comes together. Thank God we brought that up because I'm sure a bunch of people were like, you motherfuckers, <laughs> you fucking ingrates. Really yeah. alienating the Egghead community. Fucking Egghead fans. <laughs> the, the, the egg, I don't know, Eggheaders. Um, yeah, let's talk about some other, other Vincent Price movies because like... <clears throat> My dad loved Vincent Price movies. Okay. Showed me the shit out of them. And um, one of them I remember is The House on Haunted Hill, which I like revisited last year for the first time. You were not a fan when you revisited it. Dude, it's <laughs> fucking sucks. And I remember <laughs> as a kid being like, I remember as a kid being like, oh, this movie's not scary. Like, but then I was like, well, I was just an ingrate. Like, I had no respect for it. And then I watch it and it's like, a fucking medical skeleton on wheels, like getting I rolled around. I love that old lady. <laughs> I love her. It sucks. It fucking sucks. And my point in my review was like, because like now we're exploring, like I watched a lot of horror movies last year and the year before. And like I watched like Eyes Without a Face, which was made in the 60s in France. And Fantastic. it's so fucking scary and good. And I'm like, all right, Vincent Price is no, ex- there's no excuse for this movie to to not be scary. Like if that's what you were trying to Come make. Come on, it was fun. But like, but here's the thing: in America, people were like, "Oh my god, <laughs> that fucking skeleton!" 
<laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. And Vincent Price, dude, Vincent Price, he's a fucking goofball. <laughs> you can't take him seriously. Everything's a fucking twist with that guy. Do you like, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he's a Scooby-Doo character. He is a Scooby-Doo character and a fucking uh, villain for Bond. Uh, do you like the original uh, House of Wax? I haven't seen it in forever. I think I like that one more. The Fly? No, I don't like the original Fly. That really? Much. Yeah, no, it's just, the guy's got a giant fly head. <laughs> it's scary. Honestly, after you see Cronenberg, like, how can you even watch that and be That's like, uh, what about just walking around with a fly head? It honestly looks like the frog mask from this one. <laughs> You're right. Just a giant fly head. But what about his um, Edgar Allan Poe works? He did like House of Usher, The Pit and the Pendulum. Those are good. I actually like those, at least from what I remember. I haven't the seen Raven. them in a while. I, I don't think I ever saw The Raven. He did The Raven? Yeah, I don't even know if it's based on Poe. I know Roger Corman had something to do with it. He's a goofball. <laughs> and then w- what about um, Thriller? One of his later works. The music video? Yeah. Wait, he's in it? Oh, he's, he's a voice writer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. Like, honestly, what a way to go out. I mean, I know he had like some some works after that but like he was professor radigan in the great mouse detective really yeah. he was in edward scissorhands too i think yeah, i said that before oh did you yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um so he's done some he's been in a lot of shit props to him but um he's a fucking weirdo and he's definitely an alien <laughs> if you want to believe a conspiracy theory it's that uh vincent price is a fucking alien so what do you think you think this is going to be a real episode or no yeah yeah how well what length are we at Oh, it's like an hour. I think it's fine. I think it's funny as fuck. Well, maybe we should pick out our next two movies because I have yes. a feeling I have a feeling we're going to talk a lot in the next episode, and this might actually be the first. Maybe this will be the second episode. I don't know. <laughs> I was actually uh, going to suggest that. Too. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. Um, all right. Uh, so next up is a guy that we haven't gotten able able to get to because we did Pontypool. We should talk about that for a minute. Um, you liked it? I like it a lot. I did not. I was bored to tears. That was cool. Um, but he also chose um, Contamination mm-hmm. and Pulse by Kurosawa, which I'm not going to do out of respect for film. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like that would be a terrible, uh, people would hate me. Because imagine if I'm like, fuck this movie. People would fucking, Paul. Paul would probably. Paul loves Kurosawa. Paul would probably huge like, Samurai show fan. up at my house and beat the shit out of me. Um. So we got um, <laughs> we got uh, contamination. You know what, Twana? We we're sorry. <laughs> Can we apologize? Like maybe she picked the two best movies. Yes, and fucked up. Yes, <laughs> we both watch this. And we're like, I have nothing to say. Everything to say. Um, all right. So contamination for Michael M. Thank you, Michael. We're going to get to that. Get you in there because we've been promising you Pool for like six months. So, um, And then our homie Katie Brown. Big fan of ours. I'm a big fan of hers. <laughs> She's a skater. Literally skate. Yeah, like yeah. four roller wheel derby. skates. Yeah. Yeah. Roller derby, beating ass, pounding ass. <laughs> Isn't it always funny when like a coach on a sports team is like pound their ass? <laughs> I always love that. Like when they say that and you're just like, come on. <laughs> pound it ass. You can't think of anything else besides pounding ass. Uh she has a few picks here. Um I'm interested in all of them. Okay. And uh one of them kind of falls into line with this movie. Uh Cherry Falls. Okay. Which is like I think a more recent film, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Trailer Park of Terror, which she notes this is the worst movie I've ever seen, which probably means we're going to pick it. Which Trailer is Park of Terror, yeah, sounds great. It sounds awful. I'm sold. But there's one that's going to pique your interest even more. Plan Nine from Outer Space. Ah oh, man, I mean, is it too obvious? Is it too on the nose? We might be bored. That might be hard to talk about. That, I, I don't know. You've never seen it? No, I've seen it, but I don't know. I am a big Tor Johnson fan. I love Tor Johnson. 
I love Tor Johnson. Should I challenge Paul to who can name more Tor Johnson movies? No. <laughs> that was a big fucking hit, too. That was a big fucking hit. Um, oh, and speaking of that. <clears throat> all right. So what are we choosing? Oh, yeah. Uh, trailer I park. I want to do Cherry Falls. Is Cherry Falls good? Eh. Flip a coin. Also, email me if you want a shirt that says, is Wasp awesome? Because <laughs> I think that should be our next shirt. I agree. I, I completely It's got agree. a 50%. Somebody sent us. Oh, yeah. Like the picture of Mel Wasp. Mel James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like a picture of Wasp with our logo over yeah, it. Yeah, with a word. Yeah, it says a quote on it. Dude, people loved that quote. People thought that was so funny. Um, so Cherry Falls has 50%, and it stars Brittany Murphy. And Michael Bean and Jay Moore. Sold. Mm, see, that's good. That's really good. And it might be based on a true story. A serial girls targeting teenage virgins. After being submitted to, to and rejected by the MPA numerous times, the film was never picked up for theatrical release. I'm kind of interested. I mean, I still go with Ch- Trailer Park, but... I mean, Joe... Or Planet. We don't know anything about it. Trailer Park... Yeah, but listen to the title. Yeah. Okay. Wait, what was that last movie we did that with? And it was a fucking lumberjack man. <laughs> lumberjack. Man. <laughs> I Dude, liked it. It's made in 2008. It's going to be the same thing as. All right. Trailer Park of Terror. This. Dude, this is, is, is exactly... that trailer, trailer Park of Terror. Yeah. Trailer Park of Terror. It's I was looking 2000- at Trailer Park from Hell. There's just some guy shirtless <laughs> screaming. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, Trailer Park of Terror looks fucking terrible. I disagree. Alright, plan nine it is. <laughs> Alright, guys. You choose, you choose. I don't know, man. Cause you like you hype me up on these fucking things. Like I can't say no. It's honestly, I don't want to try to fucking terror. No, we can't do it. We can't do it because we're both going to be fucking pissed off afterwards. I'm going to be pissed off at all of these. Probably more so, more so the Cherry Falls. Probably because it costs more. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Although I think Trailer Park of Terror has a budget of fourteen million. Oh no, two million. Um, <laughs> close. All right, Cherry Falls or Plan Nine. Do you have a coin? All right, if this phone <laughs> lands face up, it's Cherry Falls. All right. If it lands down, it's uh, Plan 9. Right. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Perfect visual gag for a podcast. <laughs> face down. What did you say? Don't know. <laughs> face up was Cherry Falls. Okay, so Plan 9? Yeah, All Plan right. 9. All right. So Plan 9 from Outer Space next week. Um, get ready for us to audible. <laughs> All right, so Contamination and Plan 9, all right? That's it for this episode, man. I can't believe we fucking turned this into an episode, man. We yeah, were, we were we worried. It. We were like, uh, let's just do one episode tonight. Yeah. But we won't have to do that. So thank you, everyone. Um, thank you. Rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's the best way to help us. If you do, um, send me an email, sean at ihatehorror.com, and I'll email you. I will mail you some stickers in the postage. Our shirts sh- should have gone out by now. They're probably on sale. You'll probably hear a bumper at the beginning of this for the remainder of them. Buy them, and they will help Baby Boog um, not really do a whole lot. So he's not going to go to college on this, but, like, buy some shit. I appreciate buy it. Buy some cool shit. Thank um, And, uh, yeah, what else do we have? Oh, patreon.com slash I hate horror. Um, if you can't support monetarily, we really appreciate it. Um, it's a monthly donation thing. You can cancel any time. We're never offended. We appreciate the smallest amounts, like seriously appreciate it so much. Um, and we're trying to do more stuff for that, more content for that. So hopefully we keep saying it, but hopefully we do it. I'm going to start reading spooky stories on it, um, and do character voices. Cause that's what everyone wants to hear. <laughs> actually i said that as a joke at the beginning of our last patreon episode like i was like i'm just gonna write i got like three emails being like please do spooky stories nice i was like sure man whatever there you go i remember i knocked last podcast on the left because didn't they read like bible verses yes for their patreon thing and we were like get the <laughs> fuck out of here now i'm just gonna read spooky stories <laughs> um so yeah we'll do that and um yeah maybe that'll be cool i don't know I don't know. Probably not. I'm ruining the sales pitch. Um, (laughs) What else do we have? Um, I think that's it. Uh, Thank you to Harley Poe for allowing us to use uh, his music for our song. Um, That's Gorehound off the album Pagan Holiday. Um, And you could uh, find us on Facebook.com slash I Hate Horror. I Hate Horror.com. I'm on 
Twitter at I Hate Horror Show, Instagram and Snapchat at Snapchat at I Hate Horror. I'm at Joe V four two one Boognish nineteen eighty five and Horror Show Joe. And that's it, guys. Thank you so much. I hope this episode turns out all right. And um, thank you guys so so much. Uh, I, I know I've just said that like a billion times, but seriously, like our fucking we're, we are taking over. In the words of NWO, we are taking over, right? Like we're on the fucking charts. We're fucking people up. We're doing live shows. Get out there. Oh, speaking of live shows, uh, October 14th, SalemHorror.com. Buy tickets for the live show. Don't know if Joe will be there, but uh, I will be there. Um, I don't know, doing something. I don't know what I'll be doing yet. Um, I should probably come up with some fucking magic tricks in case Joe can't make it. Uh, but I'll, I, I, What am I going to do if I'm there? If you're there? Yeah. Oh, you uh, stand? <laughs> That's... What are you, you going to do? We'll do the yeah. show. Oh, okay. I don't know. If we if you're there, it's easy. We just we we make fucking jokes about like Tom Atkins' dick and stuff like we normally do. <laughs> do you have access to a screen? I don't know. I so I'm you hoping... just Skype my face onto it. I'll just be laying on my couch. With a baby. <laughs> like, Keep it down. <laughs> Mic up the audience. Be like, yeah. give a cheer. Tina, Tina would be like, never again. You're quitting the show. Um, no, I've got, I'm, I think what I'm going to actually do, one of the Patreon things I'm going to do coming up is I think I'm going to do like me practicing. I'm going to pick like a movie like once a week and preparing myself for an individual show because um, I've listened to the Solo Sean shows editing them. They are abominations. Just stop it. They are abominations. You'll be fine. Um but it's, it'll be interesting what I'll do. I don't know. I'm just going to rip off Joe Bob. I mean, that's really the key, right? <laughs> just go up there and do the drive-in totals and call it a night. People love it. People eat yeah. that shit up. I might dress up as Joe Bob. <laughs> Holy shit. And then smash a watermelon. <laughs> Please. Just combine yeah. two, two unrelated Joe Bob Gallagher. Dude, that's so funny. That's the funniest shit I've ever heard. And it, it's absolutely what I'm going to do. Bring a giant band from Salem. <laughs> Dude, you're making a mess. The poor guy Kevin that like runs it would be like, "Are you fucking?" <laughs> and you I trusted to, you. You have to do it now. <laughs> Dude, walk out like Gallagher. I love Gallagher specials as a kid. Like a fucking idiot. You're such a moron. And you know who's a bigger moron? The people that pay to go see Gallagher. <laughs> His entire stick smashing a wall. You, you just do it yourself in your backyard. <laughs> They paid to get fucking fruit thrown out. Although, I mean, we went to gore shows where they just... I mean, it's different, though. Yeah, it is different. That's a state. He actually did... They did stuff and played music. Yeah. Gallagher was just like, who wants to see me smash this? <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Let's end this episode. Uh, so I already did my plugs. Did you do your plugs? I did. All right, man. So for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Adios.